0: So I was driving home from Chesapeake uh, on Wednesday, and I was thinking about the homily, and I was thinking about, okay, I'm going to talk about sprouts and seeds and all of this good stuff from the first reading and the gospel that was talking about the kingdom of God. But the Lord asked me to take a look at the second reading. And so when I got home, I opened up the second reading, and it became very clear what he wanted me to talk about. It was we walk by faith and not by sight. And this really does take courage. So about five years ago, I went on a trip to Spain and I went with my former pastor, Father Mike Jolie, who is a blind priest. And we walked the Camino, which is the series of paths uh, that St. James the Apostle walked when he was alive. So it's really cool to be there. And to watch Father Mike walk this walk for like 150 miles blind was incredible. And so all of us on the group, there was about 15 of us, we all decided that we would take one hour and we would walk assisted with another person blindfolded. And it might sound counterintuitive to think that it was the most eye-opening experience I've ever had because I realized in just that one hour of walking how dependent I was on the person who was guiding me. And then I realized, oh my goodness, with my sight taken away, I began to hear things that I would not normally hear. And then the ground and what I was feeling was totally different. You could feel the different surfaces of the ground. You could feel the change in elevation. And so it just completely changed my perspective. I began to see in a new and different way with new parameters. And this is exactly what faith is. You see, faith requires us to completely depend on God. Faith helps us to see things from a different perspective. And it's important for us to be able to see things from a different perspective and not the perspective of the world if the seeds of faith are going to grow in our life. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a few examples to hopefully drive home my point. So a couple of weeks ago, down here at St. Clair Retreat Center, we had a retreat called Holy Spirit 2.0. And part of this retreat was to give people the opportunity to come up and whatever they wanted to pray for in their life, we would pray for them. So we took them, we put them in the middle of the room in a chair, and the other 25 people all gathered around them and laid hands on them. And prayed for them there was no script there was no you go first we let the Holy Spirit lead us and over the course of the next two nights for probably at least three hours we prayed for people and I want to tell you there was some serious healing going on as testified by the people who were prayed over so the on Sunday we're there and we're all sitting in a circle and people are recounting what happened for the, over the weekend and i'm listening to what everybody is saying but the lord is just washing over me just washing over me and the lord is saying to me while all of this other stuff is going on he says look look david at the power look at the love Look at the mercy, look at the healing that I can bring about in normal people when they open themselves up to me, when they have courage to allow me in, when they let me be their hands to touch someone, when they let their heart be mine to love someone, when they let their arms be mine to hug someone, when they let their voice be my voice so that they can pray for someone. And this is exactly the point. Each one of us was faithfully depending on the power of God and truly and authentically believing in him. Over those two nights of praying, we experienced Jesus himself in the form of hope. And it's a hope that transcends everyday life. It is a hope that is eternal in Jesus Christ himself, no matter what we have going on in our lives. It was was incredibly beautiful. So I was visiting a parishioner in Norfolk this past Wednesday at a nursing home. And when I arrived, she was all the way in the back of the building, and so I took this long walk down the hallway to her room. And along the way were people that were working. There were people in wheelchairs in a variety of conditions. And then I entered her room, which was old. And it didn't appear to be the cleanest that it could be. And there she was, laying in the bed across the room. You see, everything I was seeing was like, it was so disturbing. It was so difficult to handle. But God was asking me and helping me to be courageous, to even go over there and visit her. So as I approached her bed, the first thing she did was she reached out her hand. She wanted me to hold her hand. So I pulled up a chair, and for the next 30 or 40 minutes while we talked, we held hands for the entire time. And it was in that moment that I encountered Christ through the lens of faith. You see, I was no longer holding the hand of an elderly lady who was sitting in a nursing home, but I was literally holding the hand of Christ. But if I'm being honest, I also felt guilty when I left because I felt like I could have and should have stayed longer. The beautiful thing that happened after all of that is as I was leaving, what was so disturbing and difficult to watch became beautiful. Because as I walked back out and I saw those people who were suffering, those people who were going through difficulty, those people that didn't have anyone, I realized that every single one of those people was Jesus. That's who I saw through the lens of faith. It's not just someone who was broken, but someone who was so, so loved. So last time I gave a homily, good news, this is the last story. I was talking about um, spiritual mothers, and there was a lady who had called me. And so I want to give you an update on her. Uh, One of the things this person is now going through is that they have become blind. And I can't even imagine all of the struggles that go along with that. Well, when she called me later that day, I called another parishioner, who has been blind for a number of years and who I've had the grace of being able to take communion to every now and again. And I asked her if it would be okay for her to talk to this lady. She said yes. And this is how God works. And here's a text that I just received the other day from the husband. It said, thank you for connecting my wife and this other person. I'm leaving the names out intentionally. They are currently having a wonderful Discussion. The lady called with concerns, and it is a blessing to hear them help each other out. And they've been talking, I don't know how often they talk, but I know they talk quite often. Now, one might think that how can two blind people living in two different locations possibly help each other out? But for two people who are faithful and courageous, like these two beautiful ladies, God is enabling them to minister to one another. And this transcends anything that I could have ever possibly imagined. How can we imagine that in a scenario with two blind people, that the kingdom of God, the love of God might actually be poured out in their lives? And what is so beautiful, and we heard this in the gospel today, that each one of these ladies, they are dwelling under that tree in the shade of their blindness in the most beautiful of ways. They're helping each other to see the path forward. Their blindness and the sharing of their blindness is helping them to see God in ways that alone they might not have ever imagined. And it's such a gift that I get to be a little part of witnessing how God is working in their lives. Look, Our faith allows us to encounter the world in a new way. We are so blessed. Our faith allows us to encounter Jesus in ways that we could not even expect. It allows us to be courageous. Our faith allows us to see things that are invisible that the everyday world does not see. And my hope for each one of you this day as we prepare to receive the greatest of all gifts in the Eucharist is that you may see beyond what the world says there is there and see all that Jesus has for you. Because i got to tell you, it's something beautiful. May He be praised forever. Amen.